He's a native Texan, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is The Matt Long Show. For the Texas Legislature, here's Matt Law. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you live this morning from the state capital of Texas, downtown Austin, looking up at the uh, Pink Dome, and uh, just going to be an awesome day in here today. I can't wait. We have the um, uh, Texas ED 911 uh, day up here at the Capitol today, and uh, they're going to be uh, actually the folks we spoke with yesterday, uh, Melissa Beckett and um, Tara Petch are all going to be up here today um, coordinating how uh, things are going to go, how, how can we deal with what's happening in our schools. And I'm going to talk more about that, but that starts at 10 o'clock if you're on your way to the Capitol um, I will be in the rotunda between 10.15 and 10.30. Um, as every uh, Tuesday morning, I'll meet you up there. And then today, our first stop is going to be heading up to the Texas ED 911 um, uh, event up there. And, uh, yeah, I'm sitting here, look, in the parking lot, and I see all of our good friends. I see Melissa and Kristen, and uh, it's going to be going to be a good morning. Um, all kinds of things on your calendar besides this. If you can't be in Austin today, um, a week from yesterday is uh, the day that Faith and Family is going to be having a day up here at the Capitol. The speakers that are lined up for that are amazing. Listen, if you live in Kerrville or Fredericksburg or Dripping Springs. We will be bringing a charter bus up here next week, and we can pick you up in Kerrville. We can pick you up in Fredericksburg, in Dripping Springs, bring you up here for a great day with faith and family. And listen, this is quite a bargain. You don't have to drive. You don't have to park. You don't have to drive. It'll mess around with Austin traffic. You can uh, hop on the bus, and uh, we will do our best to drop you off at the same place we picked you up at the end of the day so uh there you go and all of that for the price of 25 dollars and that is an amazing deal listen we uh this is what uh, the fredericksburg tea party does we have our giant fundraisers and uh these are the kinds of things we're able to do when we have that fundraiser in september um just to give you an idea that if you had to pay full price for that bus ride down to the capital so that we could cover the cost of the bus, it would cost you around $60. So $25 for the bus ride and the ticket to the event and lunch is a bargain. Take advantage of it. There are just a couple of days left to get your tickets, and uh, you don't want to miss this one. And, uh, by the way, it's uh, once every two years. Um, it's not like uh, we're going to do this next month. Uh 
or, you know, a year from now. It's two years before you get this opportunity. Well, what was your excuse two years ago? Because I heard plenty of them. And I'm already starting to hear them today. And uh, I got a note this morning. Oh, we're so sorry, but uh, we'll, we'll go to the next one. And it's like, yeah, okay, thank you. Um, yeah, that's in uh, 2025. And, of course, you'll forget that you uh, broke your word in 23. But that's all right. Um, so we're going to keep making those offers. And uh, we're going to do everything we can to lead the horse to the water, but only you can drink if, uh, only you, only the horse can bow down and take a drink out of that water. So we're going to keep leading you. We're going to do everything we can to get you up here. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's up to you to take advantage of it. So what else is on the calendar? Let's see. I have the, um, BBD. I just lost an email I was looking for. Um, and so, yeah, here we go. Uh, what kind of things are going on besides that? Oh, this Thursday, the Fredericksburg Tea Party meeting is going to be absolutely amazing. Teresa Beckmeyer is going to be bringing us a report about the World Economic Forum, and uh, we're looking forward to that. What is its impact on the state of Texas? Um, we've got uh, going on right now um, the uh, Fredericksburg City Council because you know they wanted uh, they wanted working people and uh, people that live in the city to be engaged in uh, City Council. So they're having their meetings during the day at nine o'clock. So very few people can go. So good for them. City of Fredericksburg is uh, going to operate unhindered. Um, you know, it's uh, we're going to have elections here soon. Um, and, uh, by the way, there's some of uh, signs out in Fredericksburg that are illegally placed. So I want you to keep that in mind when it comes time to vote for someone um, in uh, city council. If it's someone that is, uh, cannot abide by laws or rules that the city has or the county has, then I don't think they should be eligible to even run for office, but they are. Um, but, uh, so yeah, be watching, uh, make sure you know your sign codes if you go out there because those candidates that are breaking the sign codes, we are going to point that out. Um, and, uh, keep you, keep you, keep you in line on those. Those are important things. Uh, there is an event tomorrow if elections are your big thing. If elections and holding true elections, are uh, making elections accurate and transparent and accountable. If that's the burr under your saddle, uh, tomorrow night at the One Shot Distillery in Dripping Springs, they're going to have social hour from 5 to 6. I don't know if that comes with One Shot or not, but uh, the One Shot Distillery in Dripping Springs, uh, social hour from 5 to 6, and then from 6 to 9 is going to be a presentation on election security. They've got Mark Cook, Clint Curtis, um, and uh, other guests there. And if this is your, if uh, the election integrity is the burr under your saddle, that one thing that wants to get you engaged, then here is your opportunity for um, to get some information um, in Dripping Springs on Wednesday. Again, all of this information is available in your Fredericksburg Tea Party newsletter, which you can go to fredericksburgteaparty.org and sign and get that every Monday. And, of course, now that we're in the legislative session, 
it's going to be a whole lot more uh, emails and letters coming out to you. And um, I guess if you uh, don't know how to hit delete and move on, if it bothers you that you're getting that many newsletters from us, then frankly, we don't care. Um, it's just telling us that you're really not concerned about what's going on in the state of Texas. So please unsubscribe and uh, we won't bother you because we really we're trying to get people engaged and uh, if you don't like our emails uh, pretty much tells me uh, you don't want to engage get engaged if you're getting too many of them well bless your heart unsubscribe and uh, but those of us who are still concerned about um, about uh, being engaged and having our voice heard up at the Capitol um, then sign up for the Fredericksburg Tea Party newsletter. You can do the same thing for We the People, Liberty in Action. Um, go sign up for their newsletters and their text services. Uh, tonight there is a, um, a biblical citizenship class that starts tonight. This is a nine-week class. It's going to be meeting from 6 to 8.30s on Tuesdays starting tonight, and it's going to be at Impact Christian Fellowship, Impact Christian Fellowship, starting at 6 o'clock tonight. Folks, uh, we're going to take a short break, and um, when I get back, we're uh, going to talk about, uh, well, i got a couple of things on my head. We'll see, uh, we'll see which one floats to the top during this next break. Y'all stay tuned, and we will be right back. Texas politicians fear him. He's Matt Logg. <laughs> Matt Long, your man on the scene in Austin. All right, we are back. Uh, this is Matt Long. I am still reporting to you live from the Pink Dome in the People's uh, Republic of Texas, downtown Austin. Have you been here yet this session? Um, first of all, a question. Did you, were you engaged in the... Um, Republican convention last year. Um, if you were, and there was about, oh, you know, I think the number I started with was 10,000 people there. I think the number was more close to between five and 6,000. But the point is, those were Republicans who came up to spent the week or at least spent three or four days in Houston to work on vote and make sure that the Republican Party of Texas had a, you know, its laws and its rules that it gets by on, but then also the big part of it was to set the priorities. What should the Republican Party of Texas, what should be their legislative priorities in this legislative session? And so there was a lot of time spent that week, and they came up with seven legislative priorities. Now, that's great. They've, uh, In fact, if you want to know what they are, you can go to TexasGOP.org, and if you'll go to the hashtag TXAlledge tab at the top, there'll be lots of options. Not only can you pull down the legislative priorities that all the uh, Republicans worked on uh, there, but then you can also come up with the talking points, how... What, are, what, what do you say about these different um, legislative priorities? And um, so those are, those are all there. Now, which one of those is the burr under your saddle? Why did you go to Houston in the middle of the summer? 
All right. Why did you go to Houston in the middle of the summer and uh, participate in this project? Just just remind yourself, why did you do that? Why was it? Because now I want to ask you if it was that important that you would go to Houston in June. (laughs) Are you out of your mind? It's always muggy and nasty. And now to follow up, all you need to do is go to Austin and it may be a little bit muggy, but it ain't Houston in June. You need that follow-up. The, 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 the convention was a kickoff place. It was a starting point. Now we need you up at the Capitol. If all 5,000 of those Republicans that could go to Houston last June, if every one of those started showing up here at the Capitol, we would have an entirely, completely different Republican Party in the state of Texas. I guarantee it. And the reason I can say that is because I know that most of those people don't come up here. You know who shows up? The parking lot's so jammed full of Beto stickers, the, um, the, the, the pink shirts in the Capitol. These folks show up and don't even, please, don't even, I, I hear it all the time, oh, they're getting paid, Mr. Long. No, I don't want to hear that junk. This, this isn't about getting paid or not getting paid. This is about putting your mouth where your money is, getting up and getting engaged and doing something about it. If education was your the topic, the burr under your saddle, if you want to keep the pornography out of our schools, then today was the day for you to be up here. Now, they're going to have another one of these days, I'm sure, and uh, get you together, but Here we go. Here's the deal coming up, and I've been saying this since the beginning of the session. If you come up during that first week or the second week or the third week, if you've never been to the Capitol or you've only been once when you were in junior high and you came up here and did the tour, then this is the time to get up here now and get accustomed to the building. Um, The if you wait, let's say, let's just say you've decided, okay, Mr. Long, I've committed when we start having those hearings on uh, border security, by golly, I'm going to be up there testifying. And that's great. That's what we want you to do. But if you wait, if you don't come up here and practice a little bit, if you just decide that, well, I'll just go up there on that day. First of all, you're going to have a hard time figuring out where to park. And if it happens like the last two uh, weeks that I've been up here, the parking lot was almost full when I got here. If I'd never been here before and uh, tried to park and the lot was closed, it'd be like, well, where where do I go now? Well, if you've been up here and had a little bit of training, we would have already told you where is the secondary primary parking or secondary parking place. Where's your tertiary parking place? You got your first, your second, your third. All right? The only way you're going to learn those things is by coming up here before it's crowded and getting engaged. And so those days are running out. In fact, I would almost say that they are out. But I think I can give you another week. All right? So if you want to come next week to Faith and Family Day on Monday, and yes, as soon as I get back on the bus on Tuesday, Monday night, I will go home and uh, change clothes and pack a bag and uh, head back up to Austin Monday night so that I can be here next Tuesday morning. All right, hearings are beginning. 
Uh, things are starting to happen. It looks like one of the committees that I'm going to be concerned about is going to be a meeting on Wednesdays. So I'm just uh, trying to figure out, do I come up here on Monday night and stay till Thursday? I don't know, but this is um, this is what it means when you get engaged. So I'm up here covering a lot of different topics, a lot of different areas. Um, all I'm asking is that you pick one subject, one area, that one burr under your saddle. Is it uh, protecting our elections? Is it securing the border? All right. Um, do you want to deny all taxpayer-funded services to illegal aliens? Do you want to turn off those magnets? All right. We've got a lot of people say that uh, this would stop if we would turn off the magnets. Well, your voice isn't being heard up here. If you think someone else is going to speak for you, you got another thing coming. That's where the left has gotten this figured out. They don't send someone. They all go. And uh, so if you're going to be engaged, if you want to be engaged, if you want to do something to secure our borders, then you, you're going to come up here when it's time to uh, testify on those bills. How about abolishing abortion? How about defending our gun rights? Listen, there's, uh, man, there are, I don't know, you'd have to talk to Michael Belsick, but there's got to be at least 100, if not 200, bills filed that are bad bills against against your right to bear arms. Do you do you want those? Do you if your voice isn't heard, those bills get through. Those bills will get through. They'll get to the floor. You'll say, well, the Republican has control of the floor, Mr. Long. Those bills won't get through on the floor. Don't count on that. Do not count on that. Um, and so now's the time. We're running out of time. If you wait for uh, wait until that big hearing comes up, you want to get the porn out of the schools, and that's the day you want to come up here, um, and uh, you've never been before, it's going to be a rough day on you. You're not going to have any idea as to what you're getting into. Very likely you'll wear the wrong shoes, um, and uh, you'll think it's, uh, you know, a four-hour day, and uh, you'll learn all kinds of tough lessons if you show up on that day without having planned or prepared. So, again, encourage you, come up, get engaged this week, next week. Um, we'll be here on Monday. I'll be here on Tuesday next week. So this is your opportunity. Folks, uh, we're going to take a short break, and as is normal every Tuesday, we're going to do our best to get Pastor Greg and the Chosen Generation on the line with us. So y'all stick around, and we will be right back. He owns the largest collection of do-rags in Gillespie County. He's Matt Long. Born to be wild. Born to be wild. Live from the Texas Legislature, here's Matt Long. Welcome back. You're listening to the Matt Long Show, and as is true every Tuesday, we join Pastor Greg with a dose of the ghost on the chosen generation. And uh, man, that's pretty cool. We get uh, this program nationwide for about 15 minutes every Tuesday. 
Man, you can't beat that. That's pretty cool. So call your friends in Portland, Oregon, Portland, Maine, and Portland, Texas, and tell them to tune into the Hill Country Texas, the Hill Country Patriots, or the Chosen Generations. All kinds of places you can get this programming. Amen. Amen. Are you you with us, Pastor Greg? I am here. Welcome aboard. Good to have you. You're listening to Children's Generation Radio. And as Matt Long said, we join uh, Hill Country Patriot Radio on Tuesdays to come together. And uh, love having Matt with me. Matt's been with me. Golly, uh, I I don't know. We've been doing this for a very long time, my friend, for a very long time. So uh, it's exciting to be able to join uh, my dear friends in the Hill Country where I where I started uh, this program was in uh, in the Hill Country. So excited to be with you. Well, Matt, uh, you're uh, you're in Austin today, and and certainly one of the uh, topics of conversation has to be what's happening at our border. Yeah. And uh, man, some some really uh, horrific news down at the border. Talk to us a little bit about that story. You know, it is, um, I, I, listen, I've been thinking about this all morning, and there, one of my favorite movies is Going South with Jack Nicholson and, or Jack Nicholas. You know, I know, it's not the golfer, it's the other guy, the crazy one. And uh, in the opening scene of that, Jack is, uh, he's a crook, and he's uh, heading for the Rio Grande. He must be in Texas somewhere. He's heading for the Rio Grande, and all the good guys are chasing him. And he goes flying across the river and jumps off of his horse and goes, Yeehaw, Mexico, you can't touch me here. And then the posse just rides across the river and uh, grabs him. Um, you know, going to Mexico used to be, um, if you lived in Texas, and you'd go down to the border and you'd cross over and have something to eat, maybe buy some vanilla. You know, you'd buy vanilla in a recycled Coca-Cola bottle, and it was really cheap. Um, folks, that ain't good anymore. Um, if you haven't heard the story, there were four Americans that went through um, the border on uh, here in Texas on uh, this past week and uh, went into Matamoros. It was on Friday, and uh, they were no sooner across the border than their van was shot at. Um, I The videos I've seen, Pastor Greg, it looks like three of them were killed and the woman was alive, but we don't know. Nobody really knows. In fact, I think they're all assuming that all four of them are still alive. Where, when does the United States start saying you can't treat our citizens like that who come to visit your country? Where, where, where are we going with this, Pastor Greg? Well, it's it's a it's a pretty scary situation. Uh, I, I mean, it truly is. One of the things that we know, and I've had, uh, as you have, uh, individuals who spend quite a bit of time down there, people like Victor Avila and, uh, and 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 others that have been on my program talking about this. Mark Morgan, the former Customs Border Protection Chief uh, under uh, President Trump. It, it you know we we have our our guys that are being shot at by members of the cartels down there from across the river. Um, I was just pulling up, according to an MSN story that was just published 10 minutes ago, uh, they're reporting that two of the four Americans who were shot at by gunmen and kidnapped were, are, are dead. Um, according to a family spokesperson uh, that, is, uh, that is speaking, Alia McLeod is speaking on behalf of the family, she said the group is from South Carolina. 
They were traveling in a rental vehicle from North Carolina when they entered Matamoros. Uh, and, uh, in a, in a white minivan is, is what the deal was. They were traveled to Mexico for a medical procedure, uh, and her family was pleading for their safe return. But obviously, uh, that is, is not looking like it's going to be the case earlier, uh, early last week, I, I had someone on and I shared this information uh, with you, Matt, last uh-huh. night, but I had someone on my program uh, who they were planning to move down to Mexico. Very successful business people. They were moving all their equipment. They'd spent five years preparing. They went down to the property. They they uh, were making a purchase. Uh, they were introduced to uh, the owners of the property. One was a uh, an American and or a English speaking American. The other one was. Uh, the wife was Hispanic or Mexican. They were told to deal and do their business dealings with the husband. They, they assumed that that had to do with language barriers, what have you. And so that's what they did. And uh, they moved all their equipment down, and they were in the process of making their final move, bringing their final pieces of equipment in, when suddenly at their gate showed up a woman and a man in a suit and and some uh, police that appeared to be lo- more local police, and they uh, kind of broke through the barrier and came in, and uh, and and she started saying that these people that were there, the the woman and her husband, were trespassers on her property, mm. and and they wanted them arrested and they wanted them removed. She wanted them taken away. So they went, you know, very quickly. They were obviously, you know, shocked and stunned. They went very quickly and they grabbed their paperwork and they began to show the officials all the documentation that showed that they had legally acquired the property and so on. And so the officials looked at all of that and finally came to the realization that, yeah, they were telling the truth. And so they went to the woman who was the wife of this man and said, no, these people have bought this property, your husband sold it to them, and you need to, you need to leave. Well, that night, she came back, only this time she came with a different group of police officials, along with a whole bunch of men dressed in black clothing that appeared to be cartel thugs, and they broke through the gate and they began smashing everything in sight and shooting. And they chased this woman and her husband into one of their secondary buildings uh, that had a second story and no windows. They, but they were down in there and they could hear them trying to literally break through the walls. They were crawling up the walls trying to get in. And, uh, and the townspeople now had come out and were at the front gate, but there were these cartel members with weapons threatening the townspeople that if they tried to go in and help the Americans, they would kill them. Mm. And, you know, and, even from, uh, to interrupt you here, there, no, from what I understand, even didn't the townspeople come and 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 tell them to look these these uh these these guys are are wrong that are coming here and trying to chase you out did the locals uh support this uh american couple that was trying to bring business to that uh town absolutely 
Absolutely. The local community was very much in support of them being there, uh, had embraced them. Like I say, they had been, been going down there for five years. They'd built some great relationships and they were making a permanent move in, into this, into this area that they had built out. And so, yes, they had the full and complete support of the locals. Um, so these individuals were, were at a different level. There are state police, and then there are local police, and there are even divisions within the locals. Some of them are bought off. Some of them are not necessarily bought off. But at the higher levels, they're all bought off. Right. And so this, this situation was going on, and they'd actually been under siege uh, for over 24 hours. Uh, literally in fear for their lives, obviously, as they could hear uh, everything on their property being smashed and, and destroyed. And, uh, and, and these people trying to use heavy, something heavy to try to literally break through the walls. Wow. And this, this young boy stepped forward at the gate, and he said to them, I see you. You're not men, you're demons. Hmm. I see the demons and I'm speaking to you demons right now. And I command you in the name of Jesus Christ, you will lay down your weapons. And they did. Wow. They dropped their guns. The locals were able to open the gates and get through. And they came through like a wave and, and essentially washed these bad guys out and Janet said that's that's the only thing that saved her and her husband Joe's life. Was, wow. Was the, and, and they and they and then of course obviously they they gathered what they needed and they got out of there. They left immediately. They didn't stay. Absolutely. You know, Pastor Greg, the first thing that came to mind when I read this article and have been reading quite a bit about uh, uh, the the lawlessness in Mexico over the last couple of years. The first thing that comes up with uh, is, is if you're American, don't go to Mexico. <laughs> you know, I mean, this is about where it is right now. Um, and even the State Department is saying that um, big, big portions of Mexico are pretty much no travel zones, if you ask the State Department. But the second thing that comes to mind is that the rule of law, how important that is, is not only that the laws exist, but that they are enforced, that the rule of law is real, that it exists. And I think in Mexico, what slowly happened, they've always had laws in Mexico, but over the years, the application, the enforcement of those laws got so poor that people are like, well, whatever, we're, that nobody's going to enforce these laws. We're headed down that same slippery slope in the United States. You know, I read yesterday that Walmart, bless their hearts, they're closing all their Portland, Oregon stores down. They're getting out of Portland, Oregon, because the laws in Portland are not being upheld on thievery and stealing, and so they're leaving. How far down this path do we keep ignoring laws, Pastor Greg, um, until we become a completely lawless nation and look no different than Mexico? Do you think we can get that far? Oh, I, I think I think that that's the intention, Matt. I think that the intention of those that are sitting in charge, if you 
you know, you and I, uh, I, I, I don't know if I sent that to you yet, and I apologize. I need to send you the uh, the countdown uh, to 2030. There's uh, uh, yeah. two parts to it. Yeah, part one and part two, and it's it's on Rumble now. Some of this stuff, folks, is you're going to go, oh yeah, I, I'm I'm aware of some of this, and you and if you're listening to Matt, if you if you follow my program, then then you're going to be aware of some of these things. But the, the the more dramatic, the greater extent of what they intend to do, what they're planning to do, what they openly talked about this last time in Davos, what they talked about at, at the World Economic Forum in the last gathering that they had about their plans, the 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 Yuval Harari and and the things that he talked about, and and when you think about, you know, you watch it. I mean, if 60 Minutes is doing a bit about rogue AI, as radical as we know 60 Minutes has become, and 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 where we have skepticism about their reporting. They decided that it was important enough that things had gotten so far out of hand that they needed to do a story about rogue AI. <clears throat> just let that percolate for you for just a minute. Right. Um, yes, I believe they want lawlessness in our streets, Matt. They want criminals released because they need to create the chaos. They've got to continue to break down all forms of social order. It's critical for them to be able to come in and then suggest that they have the answer, which means more government and more control. Yeah, that's the idea. If there's enough chaos, then your average uh, citizen will say, please come in, save me, help me. I'll take, we'll do whatever necessary. I can't handle this anymore. And we'll accept the boot of tyranny, the boot of tyranny or those uh, golden chains that hang so lightly on your neck. Um, they, this is the plan, and I know, listen, years ago I heard this, and, and it all just seemed like silliness to me. That it just you, You've got to be kidding me. This is not how things operate, but it is, folks. It's exactly how they operate, and this is on purpose, allowing the, the, allowing the chaos to happen in this country and creating the division so that a, quote, savior can come in and we'll all bow to them and do whatever they say. And um, I, it is uh, it is very frightening. I have found those uh, Rumble um, videos. I have not looked at them yet, but uh, folks, yeah. it's easy to find. Countdown 2030, Part One, Part Two, um, and they're all there. Easy, uh, easy to find if you do a quick search on them. Um, Pastor Greg, me, lo- locally, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I just what I wanted to do too, though, is is, is before we do get, and I know we're going to run out of time here in a second. I I just wanted to let people know too that you know. This is all in God's plan. God said, for this cause, he'll send a strong delusion that they should believe a lie. Understand that. But also understand that he has given us a spirit of discernment. We need to seek him for that spirit of discernment. He is, he is calling us to a closer walk and a, and, a, and a more intimate relationship with him. Repent. Whatever you've got in your life, that doesn't line up with God's word, repent. Get right with God. This is the day. This is the hour. There, there isn't a whole lot of time. I've heard people say before in my lifetime, 
well, you know, when I get old enough and I've done and I've sowed enough of my wild seeds, then I'll get right with God. I mean, let me wake you up to something. You're not promised tomorrow. My right. accident teaches that. You're not yep. promised tomorrow. You may be, you may, I may be the last words you hear right now. This may be it right this second. So make them this. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, please forgive me for everything that I've sinned and done against you. Wash me in the blood of Jesus Christ. I want Jesus Christ to be the Lord of my life. Transform me and change me into who you have designed me to be. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Pastor Greg, I couldn't wrap it up any better. Thank you so much for joining us uh, on another Tuesday. And um, we uh, continue to pray for you and your family and your health and uh, your ministry. So thank you again for uh, joining us on Tuesdays. Amen. Thank you, brother. God bless you. All right, folks. Uh, All right, we're folks. Gonna, we are going to wait. 100% text on July He's 100% Texan. Matt Log on the Hill Country Patriot. Next time till I die. Live from the Texas Legislature, here's Matt Log. All right, we are back, and uh, I'm still Matt Long, and uh, we are still at the Capitol, really excited about getting in and over there and joining the uh, Texas ED 911, uh, your education uh, uh, freedom day up at the Capitol, one of them, one of an organization in the state of Texas that's trying to defend your um, defend your your children, trying to keep them and your grandchildren trying to keep the garbage out of the school, the junk out of the schools. And um, we're trying to, we're fighting this on the local level, uh, the city and the county level. We're also fighting this, uh, obviously, at the schools in Fredericksburg, as well as in Kerrville. And I know some of the other schools in the Hill Country are also dealing with this. Lano has already had their battle, but is still fighting up there. Um, but this is uh, the, these are the days when you can actually make a difference. And I appreciate um, Pastor Greg talking about the spirit of deception. And uh, I was trying to find that uh, scripture, and I know it's in uh, Revelation somewhere, and couldn't couldn't pull it up quick enough. But the um, I did run across a couple of little uh, quick articles about the the, the biggest deception is uh, the deception that you have in your own head. Are you deceiving yourself? Are you, are you uh, telling yourself, look, I don't, want to, I don't need to go to the Capitol. There's going to be plenty of people up there. I don't want to be the one to raise my hand. I don't want to be the one to, to stand out in the crowd. Uh, I don't want to be in the minority Remember, folks, that's what they keep telling us. That's what they're telling us at the local level. Those parents who want to get the pornography out of the schools, we are being told that uh, we are a minority. Are you a minority? Do you really think we're a minority? Well, I, in my heart, I know we're not a minority, and yet when I turn around and see 
who is uh, coming to the Capitol to defend these kids or who is going up to defend uh, the, 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 the try to protect your children at the schools, we're definitely a minority. Uh, if, if, if you decide that by taking a look at who's showing up and who's not, um, then we are a minority and, and we'll continue to be a minority. And so all I can do is come on here every morning and ask you, beg you to please get engaged, get involved before it is too late. See, a lot of people will not wake up to this until they're in so much pain. Or the classic around here is you, you wake up one day and you decide to start fight something, and uh, you are then told that, well, where were you on day one? When we were discussing all of this and setting all this in motion, when there were all the people testifying up at the Capitol who wanted to make sure that your kindergartner could learn about the gender bread man, where were you then? You didn't say anything then. Why should we listen to you now? And so that's where so many of us uh, for so many years came in and were late in the game and were upset about something that happened that we could have had a part in preventing. This is where we're at. And every two years when the Texas legislature meets, this is the time for you to actually have your voice and have a say. Listen, and there's more ways than coming up to the Capitol. I, that's my thing. I keep saying, come to the Capitol, come to the Capitol, go up to the Capitol, testify. You know, attend these events up here, meet people. Now, I absolutely and fully aware that many people cannot go to the Capitol um, on, on uh, even a semi-regular basis. I know people who just won't drive that, who for either for physical reasons or for reasons of, of age, um, just don't feel confident in driving up to the cap. I get that. You know, you can carpool. That's another way to do it. You can carpool. You know, there's several meetings going on this week in uh, in Fredericksburg and in Kerrville. Get together there. Find out. Find someone at that meeting who's going to the Capitol who can drive, who will go with you, and um, and do that. Find a partner to work together. But this is the time to get engaged. Because next fall, when your kids go to school, and here's this brand-new health program in the middle school that defines uh, a woman as, well, that doesn't define a woman. It says that uh, uh, in the junior high health book, in the, uh, or in the middle school health book in Fredericksburg, it calls them uh, childbearing people or something like that. It doesn't use the word woman or mother. It uses, uh, I don't know, the birthing the birthing parent or someone in something insane like that. These are the things we're fighting right now. If they pass because our people don't show up, then next fall or whenever it is that you turn around and see what your grandchild has brought home or your child has brought home, and uh, you're going to say, wait a minute, how did this happen? And you'll go raise, you'll be angry, and you'll raise a fist, and you'll call the school board members, and they'll say, yeah, we talked about this for a uh, Months, but uh, yeah, you're in the minority. Remember, you're in the minority, and uh, so unless we start behaving as a majority, until we start acting like that, we're just a bunch of hot air. That's all we are is a bunch of hot air, and we'll continue to be in the minority. And those 
Satan will get his people lined up, and they will all be up here testifying, and that crazy transgendered pastor here in Austin, the uh, who will bring all of his little uh, transgendered children up here, and they'll have everybody feeling sorry for them. And uh, where are you? You're at home. Where, where are you? What, what are you doing? You playing golf? What are you doing? Because, once again, we will be the minority. Instead of the handful of very sick puppies sitting over in the corner um, having to listen to conservatives all day, it's usually the opposite. It's a handful of conservatives sitting in the corner having to listen to the tranny clown show all day. When are you going to get involved? When are you going to get engaged? And uh, it is, uh, I'm, I'm telling you, you need to do it now. The lines are being drawn. You must choose a side. The time for choosing is here. And um, I do know the scripture about being, uh, I, I, we either want you hot or cold. If you're lukewarm, going to spew you right out of God's mouth. That's what he said. He was pretty clear about that. So the time to stand is now. The time to take your side is now. Folks, y'all stay tuned for Lorraine. Always does an amazing job. And uh, we will see you back in the studio manana.